Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Folks from Diageo and Sean Combs ringing that closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange on this Tuesday, August 30th. A move lower for the Dow, the S&P, and NASDAQ. Stocks closing well off their session lows. Thin trading volume, Apple slumping ahead of Friday's jobs report. The dollar rose, oil fell. Jim Bianco is the president and founder of Bianco Research. And minutes ago, right here on Taking Stock, he had this to say about the Federal Reserve and its data dependency. The last payroll report is Friday. Is that It all comes down to Friday's number. One number that gets revised many times over the next several months, is that what's going to drive the Fed into deciding whether to raise rates or not raise rates? And that's not a very good way to do policy either. The 10-year down 230 seconds, yield 1.57%. S&P 500 index down 4 to 21.76, a drop of two-tenths of 1%. The Dow down 49, a drop of three-tenths of 1%. NASDAQ down two-tenths of 1%. The conference board says consumer confidence increased to an almost one-year high in August as Americans became more optimistic about the labor market. Conference uh, confidence increased to 101.1, the highest in September, from 96.7%. Lynn Franco is Director of Economic Indicators at the Conference Board. She was also our guest right here today on Taking Stock. Well, we've seen sort of a combination of factors. We had a a nice uh, increase in the present situation uh, component, and that's now at uh, back to pre-recession levels. Uh, So it's been sort of a long climb. Expectations uh, also gained some ground. So I think overall consumers are feeling a lot uh, more positive about business conditions, employment conditions, uh, and the outlook ahead is a little bit improved as well. And today we had gold down $13 the ounce, declining 1% to 13.10. Again, Apple shares lower today by 8 tenths of 1%. 402 on Wall Street now. Let's look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. FBI Director James Comey is again warning about the Bureau's inability to access digital devices because of encryption. He made his comments today at a symposium in Washington. As we make it harder and harder for them to get physically into this country to kill people and to do damage, surely they are going to turn to trying to come in as a photon and doing damage through the Internet. Comey also addressed concerns that Russian intelligence officials may be targeting the presidential election. Anonymous threats have forced the U.S. Department of Agriculture to close some offices. USDA spokesman Matthew Herrick says they're working with the FBI, federal and local law enforcement, to determine if the threats are credible. But for now, he says workers at six locations in five states will not report to those offices until further notice. The closures come after several anonymous messages raised concerns about the safety of USDA personnel and facilities. Those offices are in Colorado, Connecticut, North Carolina, Maryland, and two in West Virginia. Amy Morris, Bloomberg Radio. The New York Health Department is making substantial changes to its medical marijuana program, which has been criticized as being too restrictive. Those changes include expanding access to the drug, including allowing home delivery and enabling nurse practitioners to certify patients as medically qualified to use pot. Governor Andrew Cuomo's administration is expected to announce those changes today. Global News, 24 hours a day. 
powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in over 120 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping a move lower for equities, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all declining S&P down 4 to 21.76, a drop today of two-tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials down 48, a decline of three-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates emotion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg taking stock, movers and shakers. With Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Movers and shakers, you know, if you look at the major market averages in those fractionally lower closes, which Charlie just read us the numbers on, it might mask the fact that there was actually some uh, more of a definitive move lower, I think, in stocks. If you look inside the S&P 500, 187 gainers, but 314 losers, four stocks closing unchanged. Joining me now, our stockster, Dave Wilson. What are you kicking off with when it comes to moving and shaking? Well, since it was a down day, we might as well start with the stock that fell the most in the S&P. 500, and that would be Hershey. Uh, it was around this time yesterday we found out Mondelez International abandoned its effort to buy the chocolate maker. Now, Hershey had rejected Mondelez's inter, uh, initial offer about two months ago. person familiar with the matter said Mondelez had proposed raising the offer by $11 a share to $118. Trouble is, Hershey wanted at least $125. And we've seen this happen before over the past decade and a half where the trust that controls Hershey on behalf of the Milton Hershey School set up by the company's founder uh, just doesn't go along with a potential suitor. And the latest uh, setback, Hershey shares down almost 11% on the day. And I'll point out Mondelez up about 4%. Well, uh I'm, you know, I'm just kind of rubbing my eyeballs to make sure I'm reading it correctly when I look at Abercrombie and Fitch, the big teen retailer that has struggled with all kinds of things like dwindling mall traffic and a tourism slowdown that has hurt retailers that rely rely on the kind of large flab flagship locations in major cities that drive sales. Abercrombie and Fitch again down 20 percent. Tumbling the most in three years. The loss in the second quarter was 25 cents a share, excluding some items after analysts had projected a loss of 20 cents on average. The company also plans to close more stores, extending a push that has shrunk the change U.S. store base by a third in the past six years. Save. So maybe down the road that will help Abercrombie and Fitch, but not so much today. How about Potash Corp of Saskatchewan? Now, that's not a name you hear every day. It is, though, one of the biggest companies in the fertilizer business, and this is an industry that's been hurt by lower crop prices because farmers don't have as much money to spend. They don't need to buy as much fertilizer. Well, Potash Corp uh, said today it's in talks with another Canadian fertilizer maker, Agrium, about what it called a potential merger of equals. People familiar with the matter said a deal may be reached as soon as next week. Uh, Potash Corp up 12% in U.S. trading. Agrium up 7%. A couple of U.S. fertilizer makers higher as well. CF Industries Holdings up 4.8%. And Mosaic with a gain of almost 9%. 
Well, you know, it sounds to me like you could kind of entice away the CEO of one of your competitors. Investors can like it, at least for a day or so. I'm referring to uh, United Airlines. It's uh, hiring Scott Kirby. He's going to be their new president. He's hiring Kirby away from American Airlines, and they're they're just all trying to increase the roster of executives who will have to contend with fair declines that are pushing the industry to its worst returns in five years. Uh, Mr. Kirby will join United Continental Holdings immediately, and this sudden move is filling a key void at United. It provides a potential successor who has deep airline roots uh, to uh, to the company. Uh, the stock price for uh, United Airlines is up uh, 8.6%. Good day for the airline stocks uh, overall to American, up about 2.5%. Delta up 1.7%. And Southwest up 2%. Since you mentioned Abercrombie, we might as well go down another apparel road and look at G3 Apparel. Now, they have a number of brands, uh, Bass Shoes, for example. And uh, unfortunately, the news was about as bad for them as it was for Abercrombie when it came to earnings. G3 with an unexpected loss for the fiscal second quarter. Revenue trailing analyst average estimates in Bloomberg survey. G3's forecast for the third quarter in the year coming up short of projections. You put that all together. And the stock fell 20.7%, just a bit more than just Abercrombie. Just a, a quick comment on Gap. I feel kind of bad for them, Dave, because they had this big fire that destroyed their 990,000-square-foot distri- distribution facility in Fishkill. It was ravaged by flames Monday night. Employees escaped safely, so that's the most important thing. But they announced in 2014 they were investing nearly $100 million in this facility in adding jobs. So uh, investors concerned about being able to ship things out online. Uh, the price of the Gap stock down 4 today. Let's take a quick look now at our volatility index report brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures, so see disclosures and learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Actually, the VIX eking out a small gain. It's at 13.04, up about a tenth of a percent. But uh, still, if you take a look at its long-term average, it's well off the long-term average of 20, and that makes people fret because because quiet times like this can be accompanied by extremes. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for the price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave. Who? Dave. Hey, Drum roll, please, as we get ready for his stock of the day from Dave Wilson, Tech Data. Right. You know, some stocks, Kathleen, manage to rise even though they have little support from analysts. And, indeed, the technology product distributor, Tech Data, is one example. Now, Tech Data, they've been public for 30 years. Company shares trade under the ticker TECD. They rose in each of the past three years and gained as much as 26% this year. Yet data compiled by Bloomberg shows analyst sell ratings on tech data outnumbered buys three to two as of yesterday. Five other analysts had some version of a hold rating. The balance shifted in tech data's favor today. Bank of America Merrill Lynch raised its rating to neutral from the equivalent of sell. The firm cited weak, recent weakness in the shares, which dropped as much as 18% after setting a record in June. Now, tech data climbed as much as 7% today in the wake of Merrill's call. Stock closed with a gain of 4.3%. That was the biggest advance for tech data in the past three months. 
All right, Tech Data, Dave Wilson, Stocks Editor, his chart of the day. If you want to follow him on Twitter, just check out at the one Dave. Hey, you can follow me at Kathleen underscore Hayes. Kathleen with a K H A Y S. But the most important thing of all, taking stock on Bloomberg Radio. We're going to be looking at corn next. The price of the CBOT reached its lowest since 2009. Boy, what does that mean for farmers? We're going to find out. I'm Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg. A look at corn, a look at soybeans, a look at the agricultural commodities industry to find out where commodity prices are now and what investors are thinking about where they go next. That's coming up on Bloomberg Radio.